as you're developing this checklist, like if somebody's trying to go buy a business, like what are the five core things that they really need to focus on and evaluate when they're looking at businesses? So what I look at is obviously EBITDA is where the multiple is going to come from. And you got to have a quality of earnings. You got to have somebody that ties everything back to the bank account, make sure it's real. Next thing is, are you doing an asset purchase? Are you doing a, 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 um, a, a asset or a, a stock purchase? And typically you want to do an asset purchase. You want to line in the, in the sand saying you're not liable for anything in the past. You're going to check if they're staying in their rolling equity. You got to do background checks. You want to make sure you're working with somebody ethical with high morals, moral, uh, grounds. Um, another thing I look at is how much are they spending in marketing? I love companies that are spending 1% in marketing because they don't know. They're like, Google, what's Google? And I'm like, okay, great. This is good. And they're like, yeah, I've heard of the Facebook before. And so I look at opportunities where they're like, wait a minute, you've never heard of LSA, PPC, organic sponsored ads. And they're like, no, I just got a ton of stickers. And we've been in the community for a long time. We do an email blast once every six months. And I'm like, cool, because they haven't turned on the engine I'm going to turn on. And then I look at the quality of their KPIs coming from the technicians, their booking rate, right? Most companies in the home service industry are at 45% booking rate. I'm at an 87%. So I go through the KPI chart. I look at where the opportunities are and I just overlap our performance because we're in a lot of markets. And so I say, if I buy this at five or six X, the day I fix it, 90 days later, I actually paid an actual two X, right? And then there's the arbitrage of what I'm worth. Maybe I'm worth 10 X, maybe 15. I'm not going to talk about that because it really depends on the industry and whatnot, but there's arbitrage there. So, and then I, I say this, are you doing commercial? We don't do a lot of commercial. I turn that off almost immediately. So if I turn off 30% of their commercial work, either I got to sell that to another company or consider that a loss. And then I got to be able to rebound that. And then I look at the age of their vehicles. If, if I've got to replace every vehicle, they got 12 techs. Then I know that's going to cost me 12 times 60,000, right? So 720,000. And then I look at the last thing is how many jobs are they running a day? Some technicians run eight calls a day. There's no chance with windshield time, you get a chance to leave a lasting impression. So I like to leave somebody like just blown away, like clean up their garage, help them get the Christmas tree down, like mm -hmm. smile, <laughs> tell them a story, like learn about their life. And you can't do that in eight different experiences a day, like two to three, maybe four a day. And so those are the things I look at. Love it. You mentioned you have like an 85% booking rate. How do you achieve that? Right. Yeah, 87 um, versus, you know, these people who have like 45%. How do you achieve that? Well, the first thing is answer your phones. Most people <laughs> that's don't. Actually, that's huge really quick, by the way. I talk to a lot of business owners who just don't pick up the phone when somebody calls. And so, I, I, which blows my mind, honestly. So I didn't mean to cut you off, but continue. No, it's, it's, it's literally, it's how quick to the, it's all speed to lead. I mean, Angie's List, Thumbtack, Yelp, they're all looking at somebody that's going to respond to their their form fill or their call right away. And then it's constant training. We look at empathy. We grade our CSRs. Every single person in the company, for the most part, is on paper performance. They don't make any money if they don't book the phone call. So they're eager. They're like, listen, what is it going to take me to earn your business? Like, we're, we're in your neighborhood today. Like, why don't we just stop by? We'll tell you what's going on with the garage. If you like what the technician has to say, he's, he'll do the work right there. If not, send him on his way. Like we offer a price beat guarantee. We want you to tell your friends, your neighbors and your family, like all about us. We want you, we want to, we, 
We want you to become a raving fan. And when you're when you're like like if you you call me up and you're like a garage door break today broke today and I missed work, I would say, oh my gosh, really? I am so sorry to hear that. And just practice. Have a mirror. All my CSRs have mirrors, and just practice empathy. Be a good human being. I don't even have to train sales. I just train being a good human. You know, like show that you care. Smile more. Tell a good story. Show a picture. Play with the dog. Instead of ringing the doorbell, knock on the door because strangers ring the doorbell, friends knock. You know, these little things that I've learned is just being a good human. I love that. And you mentioned I, that your team is paper for performance for a lot of like, I think a lot of business owners, they get scared about not having, a, not offering a base and trying to be competitive. So how do you remain competitive in a job market where like most job roles as a CSR or like a customer service rep, they're all centered around base salaries, et cetera. Like how do you handle that negotiation with somebody coming into your company? So our base on a CSR is 15 bucks an hour, but I've got a lot of people making over 30. Wow. Uh, It's more than minimum wage, but you make a lot more when you book the phone call. And what I have is a VoIP system, voice over internet protocol. Everybody's got one now. Yeah, yeah. And you got a call center software. And what you do is you've got a round robin of calls, but you could do weighted. So if someone's doing and they're killing it, they're at 98%, they're going to get more calls than a low performer and constant coaching. I've got managers listening to every phone call, making sure we're showing empathy, do data integrity, making sure we're repeating the street address, making sure there's a reminder. I've got a level two CSR. The only CSR is allowed to give pricing. Level one, 80% of my, we just don't give prices. They don't even know how to give prices. They don't, we never taught them prices. So the dumber you are on the phone, the better. You just got to sound like a great human. My mom used to answer the phones in 2010. She go, thank you for calling A1 Garage Door Service. My name's Gina. How may I help you today? <laughs> and uh, they go, man, you, you sound great. She go, oh, honey, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, yeah. I tell you what, we're going to get our best technician out there. and be like, mom, book the damn phone call. But then I used to run calls. And she'd be on the phone eight, 10 minutes. And I'd show up and they'd be like, who is that lady? They'd be like, oh, my gosh, she's phenomenal. And I'd be like. I never wanted to really say it's my mom. I'm like, yeah, she's the best because yeah. I wanted to feel like a small mom and pop. So I'd be like, yeah, she's a great lady. And then I'd hear my mom. I mean, my mom talked to the operator in 2010 for an hour. I'm like, <laughs> she could talk to anybody. And she just actually like enjoyed talking to people on the phone. She'd be like, oh, yeah, listen, we're going to be able to get that all fixed up for you. And I'm like, I-, I tell people just book the phone call. But when I realized they were all putty in my hands. They were like, we want to use your company. The way we've never heard the phone answered that way. Like we felt like this is a business we want to do business with. So just that initial experience of that first phone call sets the whole call up for success. Mm, I love that. And I think a lot of, especially I, I would guess the service-based businesses, they're, they're very transactional. Uh, they're, they're working on, you know, just booking the call and they don't have that empathy. And, I mean, we have a call center here with, I mean, you know, 40 sales reps. And that's the biggest thing that like we need to communicate to our people too. It's, hey, like care about the people that you're working with. You know, one of our core values is serve others for that reason. It's, you know, take care of your clients and I guarantee you, you're going to close the deal. 